Hey everybody, it's me, Jake, and this is the Jake This of Jake Johansson Podcast. I don't even know what episode number this is exactly because it's a day late and not a dollar short. I'm pretty sure I have all the dollars that are required for the podcast this week, but it's a day late because I'm not at my house available to do podcasty type things. I'm out, I was camping on the beach with my wife and so if you want to know where I'm going to be oh this is how you do the this. coming up my dates are available at my website shakethis.com I don't know where I'm going I only know where I've been and special thanks to everybody who came out and saw me in Port Angeles, Washington and Tacoma, uh, Washington that was before I went on this camp out my life changing camp out so shakethis.com check that out and now back to the show. Anyway, so uh, I've been camping on the beach with my wife. Our daughter has been on camp, away at camp, at sleepaway camp. And so now this episode, number whatever, it, I think it's number 104, but I'm not, how can I know? Anyway, we're here in our station wagon driving down lovely um, Highway 101 in California from the park. And I'm here with my wife, my guest this week, my wife. Hello, Belinda. Hi. How are you doing? Yes, here I am. I'm good. You've been here this whole time and you've been so quiet and so patient. Yes, I'm a good guest. I'm the only one who could be the guest because it's only you and me in the car. There's nobody else who could be the guest except me. We could ask those bikers over there. We could pick up a hitchhiker and they could be the guest for a bit. It is kind of incredible how many people are riding their bikes on the 101 with a very narrow shoulder and all of their stuff. And it's hilly too. Yeah, yeah, it's not an easy bike ride, but you also see hitchhikers up here, which you don't see everywhere anymore. So you see people hitchhiking. I think it's because they're on uh, they're on their vacation, and uh, they've gotten up here on some kind of mass transit, and they're just hitchhiking between campy things. So they're I don't think they're I don't think these people got here from Rhode Island or anything. I think well, then maybe they did, but they didn't hitchhike here all the way. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a local. A local thing. Have you ever hitchhiked in your life? Yes, yes, I've hitchhiked. I never did it because I always thought it was too dangerous. Did anything terrible happen to you while you were hitchhiking? <laughs> well, I did end up in a couple of situations. That, it would be you know, terrible if this hadn't. was how I found out that you were sexually assaulted at one point on a camping trip. So. Yeah, yeah, it would be. So maybe I won't tell you my worst you know, <laughs> no, story come on. ever. No. That's not true. Well, that didn't happen to no, you. No, 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 it didn't happen to me. But we, I did get once, I was in, um, where were we? We were in Peru because I hitchhiked through Central and South America when I was a young woman and I was with this um, I had a Finnish friend Kika Kika Mikola and she could speak oh really, last really names on the podcast Big, I hope she's not going to sue us anyway Kika Mikola yeah okay well that was her no, name then possibly right? not yeah, her real name yeah who knows anyway she spoke really good Spanish and I didn't speak such good Spanish and she, her brother in-law and sister came to stay with us you know I mean you couldn't really stay with us because we were traveling so they came to spend some time with us while we we're in Peru so we took them to a few places but anyway we split up because sometimes we'd hitchhike and we'd be on tops of trucks piled high with green bananas which is not very comfortable to lie on but the people would stop and they'd say if you want to lie on the top of the bananas we'll take you in the banana truck so you'd sort of lie down flat on the top of a whole pile of hard green bananas and you know go you know, a hundred miles in How their truck. How fast would you be going? That doesn't seem safe. No, completely not safe. I mean, you know, I was, you know, young and didn't realize that I wanted to live. I mean, I was living. I thought that was, you know, I was living. I was on top of a pile of green bananas in Peru. 
know. Yeah. Who hasn't Who hasn't been on top of a pile of green bananas and thought they were living? And let me tell you something. Who hasn't wanted to be on top of a pile of green bananas driving through Peru on the top of a truck? Well, if there are any 19, 20-year-olds listening right now, I'm sure. Were you smoking weed? Or doing uh, any kind of... I mean, when you're on top of those bananas, are you stone-cold sto- sober? Or are you? No, probably not. But... Marijuana is not what you're taking when you're in South America, Jerry. Anybody knows that. Come on, oh, South America. Are you America. talking about Scarface type of powders? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get with it. Get yeah, with the pro- okay. yeah. We're, we're yeah. Right. Where we are. Yeah. The geographical high is not marijuana. We're in Humboldt. We just we're in Humboldt County now, aren't we? Of Northern California. Yeah, that's yes. all about. Yeah, you smell pot everywhere you go here. You're like, oh my god, I can smell pot. Is it a skunk? Is it pot? Sometimes uh, it is a skunk, but I think most yeah. of the time it's pot. There's a lot of pot smoking. But anyway, so we got separate. So we decided we couldn't all go together. You know, there wasn't a truck with green bananas for us all to lie on the top of. So we had to split up. And I was with the sister. And we got in the car with these two guys and we're driving. And they're sort of, and as soon as they hear that, you know, that the, you know, this woman who I'm with is from Sweden. You know, that of course they've seen soft porn, you know, Swedish soft porn movies. And so. This they, is way before the internet. Yeah, yeah. So they think that we're all about free love. And then the next thing I know, and I'm sort of, you know, laughing and going, oh, yes, but no, you know, see, <laughs> but no. Yeah. And then the next thing, <laughs> they're, they're driving us to a hotel and parking. And they oh, think boy. that they're going to have sex with us. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. no, 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 no. And, um, and then she and I had to, you know, find someone else to hitchhike with. And, and mm. I have to say that my Spanish got much better then and I wasn't quite so agreeable with everybody. Oh, you got better after this misunderstanding about the... Well, Spanish. I realized that you can't just sort of, you know, laugh and say yes when you're not understanding what they're saying back to you. Because one of the things when oh, you're I learning see. to speak so you... another language is that you know what it is that you're saying. But, you know, sometimes they speak so quickly or their dialect is hard to understand, you know, and you sort of go, you're going CCC when really you should be going... No, 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 or you know, qu'est-ce que c'est que ça? Except you can't say that because that's French. So you have to say, you know, whatever you'd say in Spanish. Yeah, I get it. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay. Oui, oui. No, no comprendo. Si, si. No comprendo. I get it. No, no comprendo. When I proposed marriage to you, I was at that time speaking English. Yes, so I was fully cognizant when I said yes, what I was agreeing to. Well, no, I wasn't fully cognizant of what I was agreeing to. <laughs> you in didn't know exactly. I, yeah, Who I, did? Who did? Yeah, I didn't know even. You don't really know another person until you've been married to them for 10 years. I didn't know what I was asking, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. You were supposed to be completely... Look, there's South Operations Center. I know, for the park. I think that's for the park. But it could be because we're in Northern California, but that's the South Operation. We're following... A big this is Arik, truck man. of logs. Oh. Look at all those logs. Yeah, I know. People think logging is still not happening, but ladies and gentlemen, logging is happening. If it's not happening, then that guy's a fool for driving around all those logs. Yeah, but we've seen tons of those log trucks. Yeah, well, Arik, literally tons. We are not but, I mean, retiring not. here to Arik, darling. No. No. I mean, I love Northern California. Bad. Oh my look too God! Bad. Are you kidding? It's a little foggy. It's kind of small, small towny. It's it's just slightly depressing. That motel with no vacancy. Oh my god! I wish people that this was a video podcast and you could see that motel because how it has no vacancy is beyond me. We could buy it some redwood like bastards really right there. Oh look, there's, no, a, there's bear. a bear. Bear carved out of a tree, and they've also got uh, most of them have at least one sasquatch carved out of a tree as well as you're driving around up here. That'd look nice in the garden at home. Wouldn't it? Yeah, punch that thing in the nuts when you come home and you forget that it's wood. Is that, is that how you'd like to come home every day? Punch a Sasquatch in the nuts? I don't I mean, even. What know. are you even talking about? Who knows? I don't. I just said that because I hear you say stuff like that all the time. I feel, yeah, but I feel like 
<laughs> I never say stuff like that. Are those elk? Oh no, they're cows. Those are cows, yeah. We just saw some elk people. We did. Wild now, elk. Those, those, do you think those were wild? It looked like those were elk that were being kept on hand by the parks department so that people could say that they saw some elk. Yeah, but be careful of elk because they're 1,200 pounds. Oh, we can turn on the elk yeah, let's advisory. Elk radio. Oh, we're out of range Oh, we're now. out of range for the elk warning. But what he tells you, Mr. Elk Man, is um, be very careful because they can get quite aggressive, particularly in the fall, which is their mating season. Their rut. They're when rutting they're in time. They're rut. Yeah, when I think the to men rut. are in rut and the ladies are in estrus. Aren't they? Wouldn't that be right? Uh, yeah, something uh, like that, No darling. biological questions at this time. <laughs> well... Why don't you were the one who went to veterinary school when you were in college? I didn't go to veterinary school, but I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. a rumor on the internet that I, I, you know, I was going to go to veterinary school. I just started. Oh, college. I didn't. Is actually... she is she in heat and is he horny? That's what you want to ask about the elk, and that's the time when they are. Yeah. When was it again? Fall. Fall. And so yeah. that's the time when you want to watch out. You want to because they can be a little bit aggro when they're horny. As well, they said, can we all? Really? It doesn't get me what you want if you get aggro. So what no, happened is the beach that we were just camping at, they said you can hear the mating, the the male elk making their mating calls around that beach. Where they we say just that, were. but I didn't, I didn't hear any elk. It's not fall either, is it? No, it's July. Yeah. But uh, it was lovely to camp on the beach. You picked out this spot yourself. We had to drive through some woods and muddy road construction to get there. But uh, there we were, camping right on the beach. I was kind of imagine you'd camp on the beach in California and then you'd go swimming. But it didn't really seem like a good place to go swimming to me because the ocean seemed kind of big and thick and cold and dangerous. And then there were literally, I think, thousands of small jellyfish the size of, what size would you say, like a plum washed up on the beach. There would be a plum when they were full, but they really looked like, kind of like used condoms with a Well, bloom. look at that sea out there. Do you want to go in there? No. It's cold. And also they tell you not to because they say there's an undercurrent. You can tell there's an undercurrent. This, yeah. on the other hand, this estuary over here where people are You'd fishing. You'd like to go swimming in that? No, but you could. <laughs> you could survive it. If you really wanted to be swimming, I think you could swim in that thing quite safely. Well, you could swim right across to the other side. Yeah, and, and wave it an elk trailer park over there and then hike Wait. up the hill and yeah oh yeah I would what? you wave at an elk oh there's a dead animal in the road nope it's a bit of dead wood no that's a bit of a tree yeah that came so off that a truck dead plant mm. I don't think it came off that truck do you no anyway we're completely safe from elk in this vehicle although it says that they can be very uh, and you don't want to get between the mother elk and her baby but that's true of almost all animals yeah, yeah, right. we've, yeah. That's never advised. They never say, oh, if you see one with a baby, try and pick up the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They that's, a, that's a bad idea. And that goes for people, too. If you, It's funny to me how many people think that they're that it's okay to touch your baby. When, it's been a while since we had a baby. But uh, Touch a baby, touch a pregnant stomach, you know, yeah. Yeah. People I mean, get... it's a creepy... It's a, I don't think it's mostly creeps that are trying to touch your pregnant stomach, but what percentage of, of the people, the, the strangers who come up and want to touch your pregnant stomach, would you say are creeps? 
Well, that's a hard one to pick. But, you know, I used to take photographs of pregnant women. And I remember once a guy calling me up and leaving a message. And he started out, he sounded totally nice. You know, hey, I've seen your photographs of pregnant women. And they're so beautiful. And I just love pregnant women. And, you know, I'd really love to have one of those photographs of one of those pregnant women. Because I just... and. Oh, am I sounding a bit creepy now? I don't mean to be sounding creepy, but I just, I really love pregnant women and I'd like to buy that photo. Yeah, how much? We, anyway, by the end of the, you know, the phone message, he sounded really totally creepy. I don't think I'm giving him as much creep factor as I should, but I was like, no way am I going to send, sell you a photograph. And, and I happened to have a card that had a photograph of a really good friend of mine. And I don't want some guy jacking off to my friend. I'm not going to say her name. But you know, her, <laughs> thank you. Huge because I realized we're on the podcast. Kika Mikama or whatever yeah, well, her name was. yeah, yeah. She's got a different name now. Um, <laughs> you know that he's. She had to change her name because everybody knew her from her Swedish porn. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's at home jacking off to a photograph of a pregnant friend of mine that I've sold him the photo. You know, and if someone's going to be doing that, you have to get a lot of money for the photo. You can't sort of you know <laughs> yeah. just sell it cheaply. Well, that's a question that I always ask when people want to buy my CD or DVD. Is if you're going to jack off to this, it's cost more. Yeah, it's twice as much, or three yeah, times well, as much, or twi- ten times, ten times as much. Look, elk, elk. Yeah, for the next two miles. Next two miles. Warning. I like that picture, the silhouette of the elk that they've drawn. It really, it looks majestic. Like I would, it makes you want to slow down because I would love to see that. Yeah, that's got some horns on it. That thing. This, that's one side of the road. Both sides of the road are pretty steep. It seems. I mean, if these elk are crossing here, they. They like going up and down hills, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, but those, yeah, they're four-legged animals, and this is their habitat, darling. So, like, they know what they're doing. <laughs> when people were trying, yeah, no, I'm sure they You do. look at it, and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. But the elk looks at the road thinking, holy crap, this is dangerous with these cars on it. Why'd they put this in? Um, when you're taking, when you're selling, taking pictures of pregnant women, you're selling it, the pictures to the pregnant women. When this guy called you, was it prior to the internet? Like, because he could just download the photos from your site if he just needed. Oh yeah, to. yeah. No, it was before then, and he just seen a card somewhere. And I must admit, it was a really, it was a pretty photograph. But, but he was not so into sexy, it. Sort of. Well, you know, in, by the end of the message, I'd gotten the idea that it was very sexy to him, and mm. um, you know, it was. Well, you were sexy when you were pregnant. Oh well, thanks, darling. That's sweet of you to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, we are on voca- vacation, listeners, and I am trying to <laughs> seal the deal for later on, if possible. Uh, I'm saying nothing. Yes, no, I know. We did. It's been it's been a lovely, uh, lovely vacation. It's romantic when you're camping with your husband. Yeah, well, you're nude. You get nude in the tent, and there's sand, and and we had, we had some um, uh, what do you call those solar li- solar lighting? That was pretty great. Yeah, we had tent lights. That lit up. They charged up from the sun, and then they light up at night. And those work pretty good. I'd have, I have to say. I think it'd be hard to read with those lights, but you could definitely play cards or hanky Tiddly panky. Winks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we're in elk country. Well, we already knew that. Got yeah. No, but that's a little. That's a place called elk country. You can pull in there. You can get you some. Buy pie. some more redwood. They probably got an elk chained up to a carved Sasquatch over there that you can. Happy Holidays Redwood Carving Sale. Oh, it's on sale. The big Sasquatch is on sale right now. Yeah. Um, so, talk a little bit about the camping food. I feel like we we did... I didn't think you were going to be ready to eat camping food because I thought you were going to try and reproduce some of the delights that you make at home. 
and I think those are a little too delicate. Here's the thing I like about going camping is you sort of do the cooking. So, you know, you just buy some sausages. Yeah, it's, you know, it's meaty. Meaty, pasta. And generally there's a lot of... Sauce in a jar. Your vegetable and your meat and your starch are all mixed together in a pile. That's how I really like it. That's my favorite camping. This is the thing that we do is we just take half the supplies of the box. We don't check the box beforehand to make sure we've got the tongs, we've got the salt and pepper, we've got the oil. I don't, you know, we just sort of go and whatever happens to be in the box, it's like, oh look, that's what we've got in the box. Great. It's a good game show when it comes to yeah. preparing the food. You know the size of the pot that you need. We didn't. We didn't run short with the size of the pot. We, we did, but we had a wood, we had a wooden spoon that worked well. Yeah, yeah. I think we were. It all worked out. It was great, and it was beautiful where we went. We worked, got the perfect amount of food, and we've been seeing. We've just been in enormous redwoods for the last three days. Those trees are big for people who haven't been to Northern California to see these redwoods. I, they're really spectacular, and I, I think it's funny to people to tell them, look, you've got to go and check out this tree. Big trees. Yeah, but there's a lot of big trees, but any one of them is... I mean, if I took you into my backyard, if, I, if we had one of those in our backyard, people would, <laughs> yeah. people would be coming over to our house all the time. Oh, you got to go over there. Whatever they give you for dinner is nothing compared to when they take you out to look at that tree. Yeah. Yeah, the trees are pretty fantastic. It would, be, really... it would be neat if you could climb, if you could get up in the top of the tree. I would like that. Yeah. But that's not on... Well, Julie uh, Butterfly Hill went up a tree. Oh, she, she lived was up the a tree. protester, right? She was the protester who lived up a tree for two years or something. And what happens is you live up there on a platform. It's intense getting up there. And then obviously, you know, you have to do your business in a bucket and that has to get lowered down and your food has to get raised up to you. And then you've got a lot of really angry forestry guys down the bottom of your redwood because they want you out so that they can chop down the other redwoods. And they do some pretty... I can't remember what they do, but they do things like almost like fly helicopters and shoot water at you to protesters who've been up there for too long who are really getting in the way of the profits of cutting down the trees. And she did, I think, almost live up there for two years. And she'd never done it before, but she just oh, decided, hey, I'm going to do it. And She, she was in the tree for two years. She didn't come down for a break or to go visit anyone or anything like that. She was actually up in the tree. Um... I can't remember what the longest stint that she was up there because maybe after a time you come down and you swap places with someone else but you have to be really careful about doing that because as soon as one of you isn't in the tree then they could just chop it down right but, but they do all these intimidating things they chop trees down around you they make tons of noise you know so you can't sleep at night you know they try to really you know they it's sort of they don't quite they do whatever they can not waterboarding obviously because they can't get that close to you but they do try sort of to torture you into or to intimidate you um, into coming down but it was, it's a long time since I read the book um, so I can't remember you what, don't remember completely but I, th I think I think she was up there for a stint that was longer than a year and it must be I mean they climb and you do all kinds of things in the tree you you you've got obviously ropes and yeah. all harnesses and things on you so you're safe but you climb so that your muscles don't atrophy and you don't you know turn into a weirdo well that's what i was going to say and just had to to be living for an extended period of time on this little platform i mean imagine if you just had to spend a year on a rug or or in your living room yeah well one of the things she that happened to her too was she said it gets really cold you know can you imagine when there's a storm and it's wet and everything up there gets uh -huh. wet and you've got to be 
really devoted to do something like that. Dedicated. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. I'm not spending a year living in a tree. No. And then you also, you know, you get death threats when you're down out of the tree because you're, you know, messing with people's livelihoods. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I mean, not I, a kind of a person who wants to threaten somebody for sleeping in a tree. I, I do think it's a, yeah, I guess good Well, you're good not a you. logger. You no, know, I'm not a you're logger. You're a comedian. It's but, I mean, really I different like to, to a logger. Yes, it's very different. If anyone had those two things confused, who's <laughs> yeah. listening right now, yeah. logging and comedian, it's very different. If you, And in fact, if you've been to a logging show and you hated it, you should really come to a comedy show because they're super different. Although I have to say, when I watch those lumberjack uh, competitions on uh, CNN or ESPN, whatever, the sports thing, where they have lumberjack competitions, have you seen those ones? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, where you put a thing in a tree and you go up and you chop and... Well, no, they're mostly like two guys or one guy sawing a, a log to, next to another guy and they time who can saw the lo- through the log the fastest or... I or have they, seen that, they'll yeah. stand on a, a log yeah. and they'll chop, chop it, it with a between yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that nonsense. They fight a beaver for a little piece of wood. Yeah, and they punch a sasquatch in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that race. Then they wrestle him. It's like the UFC, but one, one, one person is a sasquatch. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's. I do enjoy those, but I think I would prefer a comedy show. And if you would prefer a comedy show, please visit my website. Um, hey, what else was I going to ask you about this episode? Because I feel like there was something about camp. What's the longest you think we could go camping as a couple now? What's the longest we have gone? It's. I mean, we did this the Yosemite thing. That well, was for five nights, but that was in a... A cabin thing where there was a store and hot showers. There were showers beds and, and hot showers, and yeah, we just had to put our sleeping bags on top of a bed. That was what people call glamping, or you, you know. want to stop. You're done with that camping after about a week because you're just tired of living in a weird slum with a bunch of strangers. I mean, that's. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, Yosemite but, but you're is in beautiful, close, but, but you're in close contact with people. And also, with that, we went with a whole group of people. Like this, it was just the two of us. I mean, here's the thing. I think we could camp somewhere. We could camp on that beach for a week, but we'd have to take a lot of reading material with us. We'd have to have a computer that did work, so if we wanted to watch... We tried to watch an episode of Homeland, but it didn't. the computer didn't like the disc. Yeah, well, and hopefully that I had disc one will work when we get home, but there's book nothing... that I didn't like very much, but I read it, and then I started reading the Harper's Magazine. That was good. But if you have enough stuff to do... I don't know. I think we could do a week. A week? Do you think we could manage to bring enough food for a week without making a silly mistake and keeping it cold and all that for a week? Could we do it? Well, we'd have to really up our game. Yeah, and we've got one. Our, our chili bin is a little bit pathetic. We'd have to bring that big one that we've got. Yeah, a, a chili cooler, bin is... Cooler, uh, sorry, people. Yeah. Cooler. Chili bin, where I come from. That's when the... In the Antipodes, they call it a chili bin. Because they couldn't think of the name of it. Someone had told them it's called a cooler, but they couldn't think of that. And so they just said, oh, what is it? Uh, chili bin. Yeah. Bring the chili bin. And then they all said, well, let's just call it that. Well, we have a rubbish bin. We have a chili bin. You guys have a trash can and you have a cooler. At least we keep using the word bin. We know it's a thing you put things in. Yeah, well, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> we don't or say that here. On you is what you say yeah, from where Yeah, I'm you don't from. even have to say the good part. No, you? just on you, and that's good yeah. on you. Yeah. You know that. Come on. I do know that. I do know that. Where do you think we're headed for, for tonight? Well, we're going to be on the 229 going east. We're not going to be camping tonight. Tonight we're going to spend the night in yeah, a place with a tub. Yeah, we could be camping by a river, but we've heard that there's a place that has hot tubs in the bedroom. We took such a long hike yesterday that I don't think I can sleep on the ground again. 
No, I think you've got. I think I've got to tuck you up in bed tonight. And I mean, not. Put a I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the one who wimps out. I want you to be that person. <laughs> I'm not wimping out. Well, if you want to go camping, we could camp tonight. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea. Watch of, out, share the road. Yeah, I, I see that person. Well, I mean, these bikes. I yeah, mean, but got you share thing. the road. I've got to make sure I don't hit another car. I'm the driver. If you had your choice, and this may come up later today, between mm-hmm. hitting one of these bikes on the side of the road and the car on the other side of you, I think you should hit the car. But what do you think? Yeah, I know. I should hit the car, not the biker. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm going to try not to hit anybody. I'm glad we both got our heads on straight yeah. as far as that goes. I think this is a ridiculous amount of road room for a bike. They should have a bike lane if people are going to be biking on this thing. Right. I'm going right. To drink some more of this horrible water from where we were camping that tastes like. I don't river. think it is that horrible. I thought. I think horrible. the water is pretty good. I'm just uh, looking around. I had a. I had some notes of. Well, oh, here they are. Um, well, I went to the bookstore at the. Uh, Welcome Center for the park, and I bought a few books. I bought uh, this book, which I think we're both going to like, The Atlas of Biodiversity of California, that talks about all the animals and yeah. habitats. We're just a little bit nerdy, ladies and gentlemen, we're just a little bit nerdy about biodiversity. Well, you just graduated with a degree in animal helping. <laughs> animal helping, a planet helping, animal helping, well, tree the- helping. Yes, no, I want to help biodiversity. I'm very, yeah, biodiversity loss is big. No, it's a lovely book. And it's got a lot of maps that tell you about where you can find certain salamanders if you're yes. trying to eliminate them from the gene pool. This is a handy guide. And as I just my degree is in geography, yes, I'm a, now I'm a major cartographer. So yeah, you might be interested in having a look at these maps because you might be. I can't wait. It's the it's the knot book. I don't. It's the how to tie knots. Well, I was getting to that, but we can get to that right now. It's this is the essential camping, climbing, fishing, sailing, scouting. A book of knots. It's a, a step-by-step guide to tying the perfect knot for every situation. And it comes with a little piece of cord that you can use. Like, for example, here's the surgeon's loop. And uh, the surgeon's loop is a fixed loop that holds well in thin, smooth cord. It doesn't really tell you what you're supposed to use it for. I know is when you get a big gash and wear uh, out somewhere camping I'm going to use that piece of rope and I'm going to do that knot and I'm going to tie you back together yeah it's like a tourniquet tourniquet or tourniquet as they might say in oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was a doing stitches one I thought it was if you had a big gash and I could stitch you up no, it's not no, a, no, oh it, it is a tourniquet okay yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, let's take a look at one more knot just the prussic knot oh that looks good doesn't it look at that Prussic knot, also known as the Prussic hitch, is excellent for attaching a loop of light line to a taut length of rope. Hmm. That's going to be so handy, I can well, just tell. Well, it is. Listen, let me tell you when something. When am I going to use that one? When without, I have to tie you up to a bit Without post? load, the Prussic knot will release its grip and can be repositioned easily on the tightened rope. And uh, so this is the type of rope that you could use. Let's say you had a rope that was going between two trees very high up and you let it down and you had used the prussic knot to tie another uh, onto this line and that's how you hooked up your your cooler or your chili bin and you hoisted it up overhead so bears couldn't get in it you might use the prussic knot there may be a better knot but as just being as i only know the surgeon's knot and the prussic knot if i had to choose between them the prussic knot would be the knot that i'd use 
to hoist the bear. Okay, but my question to you is, won't you have to have that blasted book with you every time you need to do a knot? You're not going to have those knots in your head and know how to do them on your own. You're going to have to have that book and consult it, and we're going to have to have our atlas so we know where, if there's a salamander well, that we question, could possibly heard of let the me tree that we're question. at, and then... Yeah, hello. Now that you have that college degree and all yeah. that stuff, do you have to carry all those books with you all the time? Um, because otherwise, how are you going to know that, that knowledge? You know? Let me ask you this. Does, um, <laughs> well, there is. What was the thing I couldn't remember Does today? Elton John have to carry a fucking book? book of chords, piano chords, on stage with him when he plays? No, he doesn't. Because okay. they're part of his repertoire. Do a prusik knot right now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it takes practice. Do you understand yeah, what the whole point I of the do. knot book is? Just, yeah, just give, just winding you up. I'm Someday I'm going to be a little bit of a knot aficionado. I'd like to learn Spanish and, and uh, the piano and the guitar and all of these knots and then then you're gonna go hitchhiking on a top of a truckload of green bananas with my mariachi band oh. it's yeah yeah i'd Singing. also like to learn sword fighting but i don't Dying know that, yeah yeah sword fighting would be good for those little boys who come over to our house and wreck the swords on the punching bag yeah 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 you could then you could you then you could really show them what's what you could run after them with your sword and decapitate them or something I'm not a proponent, obviously, of that. I like most of the little boys who come over to our house. They're pretty great. Yeah. Um, now, this is a book about, say, California birds. And look at that one on the front. Bird. That's kind of some kind of crazy quail with that, that thing on the front. That is a quail. He's got a little doodad yeah. on the front of his head. Yeah. So look at I've got, that. I've got the book about bird watching. We're going to take up some... It's got a map on the back. Right. Of the different great. areas where you might find the birds. And then when you look at the bird, it'll tell you which area the bird might be in. And then... Um, yeah, well, I haven't. I, I don't know. This is a little pamphlet. We'll yeah, I can't carried. really look at it right now no, no, because I'm I know driving. You're driving. So, but you this know, pamphlet but will be. This is an example of the type of book that you carry with you all the time. The kind of quality. You don't have to memorize these birds and like the knots. You're going to memorize the knots. Oh. And then the last book that I bought was All That Rain Promises and More, and it is a hip pocket guide to Western mushrooms. Doesn't that sound good? And on the cover is a guy dressed in a tuxedo with a handful of mushrooms holding a... It looks like a trombone. I, I don't understand. But anyway, well, yeah. this is... We're going to be able to That's maybe find some great, delicious mushrooms. Hallucinogenic mushrooms. mushrooms. Uh, well, they may, they might be in here. Look at that mushroom, that northern red guy. Okay, yeah, you're I'm right. driving, remember? Share the I've road. Got a, I've got a Watch truck out. coming on to me. I mean, coming on to where I'm at. Got it. Got it. Okay, I, I hear avoided you. him. Okay. I decided not to have a collision. Well, um, listen, here's what I'm going to say. I think I just got a message from the phone that said that the storage is full. So I'm going to have to say this is the whole episode. It's short this week. and uh, Short but sweet, everybody. Yeah. I hope, hope, we um, hope it was edifying about the elk or the, I don't know, whatever else. What are, what are we talking about that could be, you know, couples camping? It was a good time. Our camping. It was a good time. Okay. And uh, thanks for listening. And I will be around. Hopefully, I'm going to get this posted so it's only a day late. And uh, I, I think it is a little, maybe not a dollar short, but it's a little shorter than usual. But uh, you know what? Uh, this is uh, it's, this literally is the best I can do right now. From the Redwood Highway, Toodle Pip.